Welcome to the Coffee Connection Podcast, your daily source of business insights, well-being tips, and personal growth strategies, all in under 15 minutes. I'm your host, Pete O'Neill Jr., and each weekday, we'll explore the intersection of business success and mental wellness. Join us for expert advice, actionable tips, and a fresh perspective on thriving in your entrepreneurial journey. Grab your favorite brew and let's sip, learn, and grow together. Welcome to the Coffee Connection. Hey everyone, welcome to episode two of the Coffee Connection podcast. My name is Pete O'Neill Jr. and this episode is titled Unlocking Your Business's Full Potential. Unlocking Your Business's Full Potential. So let's Let's dive right in so you can get back to what you were working on. So the first thing I want to talk about when we're talking about unlocking potential for our businesses is recognizing hidden opportunities. And when we're talking about potential, we need to be open to new ideas and opportunities. And so sometimes we get so caught up in what we're doing. We get caught up in the specifics of our vision. We get caught up in what the, the thing is that we decided we want to do. And we stop being open to different ideas. We stop being open to different things that come our way. And we start to be more rigid about what we want to do and what we've decided is our vision. And so it's important to be open to different things that may benefit our business. And sometimes they come in the form of ideas that we hadn't considered or opportunities that may kind of lead us not in a different direction that we intended, but kind of take us on to to go into my gaming uh, past on a side quest. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes opportunities will take you on a little side quest that ultimately benefit your business. And so how can you identify hidden opportunities within your business? Well, when you conduct market research, sometimes you can find other opportunities. And so that normally consists of analyzing trends that are in your market or analyzing consumer behavior, right? So you're looking at how people are buying things, how people are engaging with some of your competitors, how people are interacting with the market that you're in, and then identifying needs that are unmet, right? So let's say you're in a specific field and you start to, to figure out that there are some things, some problems that people need solved within your market that aren't being solved. And in doing that, sometimes you even have, have, have the wherewithal to, to, to identify things that might be emerging niches. I, and I, I'm trying to think of an example, but look at the company Keurig, right? How many years did we have coffee makers? And, and so Keurig comes along and they create those K-cups. And that has become an entire niche. It has like its own cult following within the coffee maker cult. <laughs> like I'll call it a cult. It's not a cult because I have, I have multiple Keurigs, but I'm very particular about my Keurigs. I love my Keurigs. I also love my drip coffee, but I love my Keurigs because those K-cups are just so quick I can drop them in. But imagine if someone wasn't willing to kind of look and see those unmet needs, right? So you've got uh, busy professionals. We're out. We've got families. I don't have time to take ground up coffee, put it into a drip uh, machine and then wait for it to make my coffee pot. I can just stick a K-cup into my Keurig, hit a button, 
and then, you know, 30 seconds later, I've got a cup of coffee. So these are sometimes hidden opportunities in our business that we don't really pay attention to. Another thing that you can do is listen to customer feedback. So sometimes we don't want to hear critical things that our customers are going to say to us because nobody likes bad news. Nobody likes uh, to be criticized, but sometimes customers will give you insight that's not necessarily a bad review. It's like, hey, I like what you do, but I wish you did this. And when you take the moment to address pain points that your customers have, you improve their experiences, which is an opportunity to make more money with your company. And when you look at trends in your industry, right, so you stay updated on developments and even disruptors that are in your industry, sometimes you can adopt your strategies to capitalize on these trends that are coming up. So, you know, a lot of disruptors now, especially when you look at AI and different things that are happening within different business industries, when you when you begin to figure out how to how to how to analyze these things that come up, you can capitalize on them and make more money. The second thing I want to talk about is innovation and adapting. And so when I like I come from a corporate background. And so we love to use that word innovation. We have to innovate. We have to be innovative. Blah 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 blah. And you know, innovation helps business growth, but in all reality, it's important to innovate within your business so that you stay fresh and stay agile. And, and, and so when you have existing offerings, for example, in your business and you enhance them or you add new features or you, you, know, you start to change how some of these things that you have within your business, whether they're products or services, you add features to them, you can attract a wider customer base. And so you've got people that might be looking for what you offer, but they might want some other flavor of it. And when you start to look at your market and you look at your competitors and you start to look at what your customers really want and start to make some changes, you can actually bring more people or more clients to your business and make more money. And so uh, another way to innovate is to look at how digital can enhance your business. And so when you embrace digital, whether it's web or social or video or podcasting or audio content or whatever that might be, when you have technology now working for you, uh, whether it's for marketing, uh, using one of the things that I just mentioned, or let's say that you bring in different technology to enhance your operations on the back end side, now you can reach more people. Now you're more efficient. Now you can process more customers, and, and, and that ultimately leads to making more money. And so a third thing that I want to talk about, and I'm not going to keep you guys long because I could talk about this stuff all day long, are strategic partnerships and collaborations. And so when you have partnerships with other businesses, you can unlock growth. And so those other businesses might not necessarily be competitors. But let's say you have a coffee company. I think we used uh, a coffee company in the previous episode as an example of a business. And this is the coffee connection, by the way. So let's say you own a coffee company and you decide to partner with a paper company. And this paper company is making recyclable cups. And so 
when you partner with them, the recyclable cup company is also going to be pushing your coffee because they're like, hey, we're a recyclable cup co- uh, uh, company and we have cups. Once you drink your coffee, you can just toss them in the recycle bin and it turns into a pencil or something like that. And we've partnered with X, Y, and Z coffee company, and they use our cups exclusively. And so when you visit X, Y, and Z company, you can recycle your cup and know that it's going to become a pencil. And there are people out there that that's important to them. And that is one way to form a strategic partnership and get free marketing and advertising in the process. So... I just want to put that out there, but you have to you have to take a second to really kind of brainstorm how to make that example work for your business. Only you know what your business does, and so you're going to have to take some time to go out and look at other companies and then be able to approach them and say, "Hey, this is what I do, and I think I can bring you value because you're doing something that's within the same market as the one that we're in, but you provide the cups and we provide what goes in the cup." And so now you can you can join forces and join marketing efforts and have co-marketing campaigns with the strategic partner to increase the brand visibility for both companies. So just just something to consider. I don't know what I just knocked over. I'm not even going to edit that out because that's just that's just how raw and real the coffee connection is. We're not even going to edit things out and noises. We're just going to leave leave them in. So, so number four, let's talk about navigating challenges and risk. Okay, when you have a company and you're growing, you're going to come up on hurdles. You're going to have challenges. You're going to have more risk. I was listening to a business coach of mine a few years ago, and he was saying, you know, you're not making any real money unless someone sues you. Now, I get what he was saying. No one wants to get sued, but there's always going to be risk. Okay, and so you want to mitigate and manage your risks. So in business, you want to do risk assessment and planning, identify potential risks, and develop contingency plans for those risks. When you have failures, right, learn from those failures. Share those failures with other people that are on your team, people that you work with, and turn those failures or setbacks into opportunities for improvement. Also, note all of this, journal it, write it down, save it somewhere. Get a mentor and then seek some guidance from a mentor. Share some of these stories and gain an understanding of how you can do better in the future. So you're always going to want to take risks and turn that dial down. You don't necessarily have a dial for failures because you're always going to do something. You're going to screw it up. You're going to mess it up. The best thing you can do is to learn from those things or to seek guidance and to be able to use those as teaching moments for yourself and for your team. And so the last thing that I kind of want to talk about, and then I'll let you guys go, is measuring and celebrating your success. And it's important to set milestones so you can measure your progress. And we talked about this in the last episode as well. You you have to kind of set milestones so you know when you're hitting certain benchmarks. As you're progressing, you want to be able to say, okay, we wanted to make $100,000 in revenue in, in, in the next year, and we met that number, right? And so once you hit that milestone, 
you're like, we want the following year, we want to be able to reach $150,000 in revenue. And so that helps you to measure your progress. Even if you don't hit that number, let's say in the first year you hit 90000 and in the second year you hit 175000 As long as you're able to measure how your business is progressing and to identify that you're moving forward, then you can celebrate those moments. Create ways to share and celebrate those moments with other people on your team, whether you recognize them, whether you appreciate your customers, whether you have a company party, find some way to recognize that, you know. So if you've got people on your team, you can recognize their efforts by giving them awards. You can give them gift cards or whatever size your company is, whether it's a uh, gift card to Starbucks. Uh, Well, that doesn't work if you have your own coffee company, right? (laughs) But whether it's a gift card to their favorite store or, you know, you give them a financial bonus, recognize people who have helped to move your company forward. You can appreciate your customers, right? Give them promotional events. Uh, give them discounts. Say, hey, we reached this milestone in our business and we thank you guys for being loyal customers. This is what we want to do for you. Uh, between this this day and this day over the weekend, we're going to have a special promotion. Come to the shop, come to our coffee shop, and we're going to have something very special for you guys uh, when you come in. And then you can reflect on those growth moments. And, you know, as as a business, as a team, as a company, you can sit down and say, hey, this is what we did. This is how you guys hit these benchmarks. We appreciate you. People always love appreciation. And so and so that kind of concludes today's episode. I just I want you guys to really think about untapped potential within your business, whether it's a small business or a medium sized business. I don't know that you know, anybody that, that has like a super big corporation is going to be listening to this podcast, but you never know. Uh, I, I'm really kind of talking to the small business owner, the, the the entrepreneur here, and I, you know, you, you just have to always be thinking about how you can tap into more money, how you can tap into more opportunities, how you can service your customers better, and that helps you to access untapped potential in your business. Thank you guys for tuning in. This has been an episode of the Coffee Connection, episode two. Please hit that subscribe, lock this in, whatever the button says, follow, download, all of those things help us and our metrics and help us to grow this podcast and get more listeners. Please uh, share your feedback with us and we will be back tomorrow for episode three. Hope everybody is well. Take care.